Some heroes run. Some heroes hide. Some heroes do their best work from the shadows. So let's roll destiny. Two light side. Baby. Two dark side. Ooh. Baby. All right. All right. And uh, roll initiative. Oh, we're going to fight. It's vigilance for you. It's not cool. Because I'm no, being attacked. Didn't... Yeah. All right. Oh, no. I got one advantage. You got a success and two advantages. So Dash grabs the back of your backpack, and he's going to make a move to put you in a headlock. All right. What's your what's your brawl? My brawl is two yellow and a green. Wow. Yeah, I'm super good at punching. So he goes to get you in a headlock. What do you do? He does not get you in a headlock. He pulls me back by the by the backpack strap and tries to um, bring his arm and his upper forearm and bicep around Park's neck. And Park slips right out of his grasp like he's covered in butter. And he slips right out of his backpack also. So basically, uh, Dash gets his backpack in a headlock. And he got two threats, which I'm going to use to say that uh, a bunch of kids saw that something's going down. And they're all going, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. This is, this, this is hardly going to be a fight. Uh, a mere scuffle, if, if you ask me. So a group of teenage kids start gathering around where Dash and Park are having a bit of a scuffle. You can see at the close edge of the group are those two goons of of Dash's. Park's turn. Alright, Park, at least right now, he's he's not interested in just socking Dash in the face. He is very strong. He could... He, he's stronger than your average Cather. He could really uh, mess him up if he tried. So he's gotta use his cunning, all of his cunning to just sort of end this fight as quickly as possible. So he is going to... I always think of these really elaborate like ways to solve problems, and I think there's about 50% of the time uh, they're not the best <laughs> solutions. <laughs> Here's what I want to do. So they're all like jock dudes, right? Wearing like letter yeah. Letterman jackets? Yeah. Like some kind of Star Wars Letterman jacket? Yeah. What's the... Let me ask you a creative question. What's the mascot of this school? It's Little Onderon. Let's see. It should be an animal from Onderon. The human beings? The human beans. Is it just a giant, oh, a guy no. in a giant bean suit? The human beans. That's like too goofy. It's going to be the, the fighting roopings. The fighting which roopings. It, it's a giant, like, basically a pterodactyl with a skull head. Okay. I just wanted to know. I don't know if like their Letterman jackets have like a like some kind of embroidered roofing or an R or, or if they just have like an L O for Little Onderon. Um, but what I want to do is Park's gonna try and grab one of the one of his uh, lackeys jackets. Mm -hmm. He wants to. Okay. I want to pull it off of one of them and like send him spinning into a nearby wall or maybe into okay. his uh, into the other lackey like cartoon style. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Let's do... It's weird. Let's do a brawl check and treat it like a called shot. So, regular brawl, 
two purples and then two setback dice. Two setback because it's just hard to do. Yeah. So what are you doing with your maneuvers? My maneuvers? So a called yeah. shot, you aim, mm -hmm. and that's your called shot. All right. You can do a second aim, and you remove one of those setback dice. Hmm. If that was like... This is so confusing. If, the, if my yeah. maneuver was... I didn't choose a maneuver, and I could decide yeah. to do a second aim, or I could like take a strain and do a second aim. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I don't really have like too much of a maneuver. I'm assuming we're all within like a... 10 foot radius of each other yeah you're all pretty close so i slipped out of that backpack and i just basically turn to one of these goons grab their jacket and kind of pull it and aim to sort of fling their body at the other person mm -hmm. so can i remove one of the setbacks yeah okay and I'm going to flip a light side. I'm going to upgrade my green to another yellow. Okay. And I probably did not need to. I got three successes and two advantage. Okay. So tell me exactly what happened there. He slips out of that backpack, turns mm -hmm. to one of these goons and says, Hey, do you mind if I borrow this for just a second? And pulls his jacket off of him, sending him spinning like a tornado and he crashes into the second goon they both kind of topple over and hit a nearby wall they're basically at the top of the staircase of this school right yeah i don't want to send them flying down the staircase because it's like a billion stairs and they'll die but one of them kind of hits his head on the wall that they both crash into and it seems like he is slumping over in pain what tell me what uh your brawn is my brawn is three and i don't know if i can really use this narrative wise mm -hmm. but as a cather i have claws and oh, yeah. uh, when a cather makes a brawl check to deal damage to an opponent their attack uh deals plus one point of damage and has a crit so that would only are you using them right now to, to, to hurt them yeah not really yeah. So no, can't use that. Okay. What do you want to do with those advantages? I think that those two should take some setbacks. Okay. Are, are they? Did I incapacitate any of them? No. Bummer. Unfortunately, they weren't in the fight before, but they are oh, now. Oh, great. That's good. Yeah. Uh huh. They were just watching before, but now they're totally in it. Nice. <laughs> well, they're... I thought you were gonna send him flying at the at at Dash. I have I had a different plan for him. Okay. Actually, I know exactly what I'm going to do. It's going to be fine. Okay. So they are going to use their turn to get themselves up and get themselves back into the circle. And it is back around. Dash is going to try and sort of rush you and great, like gut check you. It's all part of my plan. And when I say try, I mean he didn't do it. I didn't think he could do it. So he rushes at you like a like a linebacker, and as he gets within inches of you, you sidestep like a mudhorn fighter mm -hmm. in the ring, and he just goes crashing headfirst into the people surrounding you. Okay, and he's gonna have to take his maneuver next turn to get out of this crowd of people. Okay, the two goons are in the circle now, and they're gonna go after you. Okay. 
I was originally going to do what I'm about to do to dash. I've really like made this fight way worse than I needed to. <laughs> and I think Park is kind of realizing right now that he could probably just leave. He's got a skateboard. He could just fly down these he stairs does. and be gone. It's true. Um, it's kind of what I was expecting you to do. Really? Yeah. Okay. So here, here's what he's going to do. He was going to do this to dash. But now Dash is kind of working his way through a crowd, and he's got two of these bullies coming at him. Mm -hmm. I want him to, in two movements, take this jacket he stole and mm -hmm. just wrap it around like the shoulders and heads of one of them and just zip it up. Okay. How about a coordination check? Okay. We'll make it average. And then, you know what? I want to flip a dark side over to throw a red in there for you. Okay. This could actually go really bad because my coordination's not that good. Oh, yeah. I didn't do well. I got three failures. Okay. So you take that jacket and you run up to these guys and you realize that they are significantly taller than you. Okay. You look down at the jacket. You look up at this guy. And you look down at the jacket. He just says, hmm, not my best idea. Uh, here, <laughs> why don't you take this back? <laughs> and he <laughs> he tosses the the uh, jacket back uh, at one of their, like, he tries to kind of throw it right in their face, and they grab it out of the air before it hits their face. And the other one's going to try and punch you. Okay. And he actually manages to land it. Oh, no. So you toss the jacket at the, the one on the left, and the one on the right comes in with a jab to the gut. Sorry. Three damage. Oh, I, uh, didn't I mention this was just a scuffle? Take it easy, guys. And Dash takes his entire turn to get out of uh, the crowd, which is pushing him around. They're having fun with the popular school jock is, is getting pushed around by, by this nerd. Okay. All right. Now uh, he's kind of clutching his gut where he just got punched, and it's sort of like, this is this is more serious than I thought. I I gotta end this. He's gonna try and leap into the air and do a flip over these two guys and knock their heads together. Okay. I guess you could roll an athletics check for that. I would actually rather roll a brawl. Okay. I got two successes with an advantage. That's one goon down. Tell me what happened. He leaps over their heads, pushes their uh, noggins together, and there's a... And they they both kind of go down on the ground, and they're like on hands and knees. And one of them is kind of clutching their head. They're like... They're not knocked out, but they're like out of the fight. Yeah. He lands pretty gracefully on his feet probably to face uh, Dash, who's worked his way through the crowd. I'm going to flip a dark side point over so now, the light. So now I've got three light? Yep. All right. So you're at the top of these steps. And I let's say that there's like another set of steps above them mm -hmm. and another set below. Um, up at the one above, you just hear a small voice. You four, detention. Who's that? Is that, is that the scratch? It's the scratch. Gym coach scratch. So, uh, like now or tomorrow? The crowd around the the fight, it's sort of a mix of starting to break up and and like run and hide and stay and see what's gonna happen and laugh at the 
four idiots who got detention. And Scratch and another teacher start walking down the stairs towards you. And Park kind of points him, them, her, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a stealth check <laughs> to just okay. disband with the rest of the people. Oh, you know what I'm actually gonna do? Huh? Um, I want to do everything I just said, but I'm going to use a force power called oh, yeah? Slight of Mind. Okay. What does that do? Add a add a bonus to all stealth checks, uh, unless. The opposition is immune to the force, which would be interesting. The scratch is not immune to the force. Okay. So you're rolling an average stealth check. And I get to add a thing. And do I have to, do I roll a, uh, is it a slight of mine like? No, you're not rolling an additional force there. Right. But I am going to throw a setback in there because there is a second teacher there. Okay. My stealth is really pretty good. I got one success. One single solitary success. So what happens with that success? To be the kind of hero that he is outside of school, he's got to play it pretty cool. He's pretty good at hiding and blending in, and that's exactly what he does. As the teachers are walking down the stairs to give him detention, he he just sort of like takes a few steps, uh, just like all of the other people students crowded around him and as soon as he's just the littlest bit out of sight i want him to like jump over a really high ledge or something and he's just gone okay um so just walks away these steps go really really far down as soon as they kind of open up they have they like overlook a pretty significant drop off into coruscant he just kind of walks uh tilts his body right over and just free falls for a while and then plants very graciously on his feet. What is an afternoon for Park after school? After school. Does he have an internship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got an internship. Forgot about that. But he didn't because he's got a head there. And that's why he doesn't <laughs> uh, have time for detention. No way. So as soon as he gets down to street level, he jumps on his foot speeder. Mm -hmm. And it's not the best foot speeder. It's it's actually something that he has built from scratch with uh, some parts that were leftover scraps from his internship. And he jumps on there and he's going to head there. So he's speeding through Little Onderon at a very, very fast speed. A speed that you would probably never, ever want to be going on a hover skateboard. So he heads up to Dak Avenue and Aurora Biotech. So, yeah, he goes he goes to Aurora Biotech. It's a big uh, metal and glass building. The facade of it is large and open glass. And uh, in the main lobby, there's a little security desk with a, with a weak way at it. And uh, you show your pass and pass into the building. What part of this place does he intern at? He interns at the uh, research and development. Okay. There's a cybernetics research. So we've got genetic research, cloning, biotech, which includes cybernetics, disease control and prevention, and biochem. And I'm sure there's more than that, but that's just the first floor. Wow. You know what? I think he doesn't work at any of those places. Okay. What, where does he go? So he. So you work yeah. uh, in the basement. 
with a Quarren. Yeah, you. Uh, so you head down to the basement. Okay. Um, that is where they have uh, that specific kind of research and development that uh, you intern with. The person that you are interning with is a Quarren named Manny. Manny. Mm-hmm. Can, it, can this department just be called, like, Experimental Technologies? Yeah, but it's also sort of the place that nobody really goes. It's kind of the forgotten area of uh, Aurora Biotech. Anything that's down here in the basement is sort of secondary to what's on the main floor, what's visible to people who visit. Maybe they do, like, what's the word for when you take technology and, like, try and figure out what it, like, you deconstruct it so you can figure out how it's made? Reverse engineering? Does that even apply? I mean, okay, so how about it's like he... It's reverse engineering of um, abilities that animals have. That's interesting. Okay. And uh, applying them to technology. Okay. So down here, there are cages with lagomorphs, bunnies. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some other cages with some other test animals. And you spot Manny, who's uh, working at his desk. There are very few people down here usually when you come down in the afternoon. It seems like most of the people who work here have their regular uh, nine to fives. And then after you're done with school, they're mostly gone. And Manny looks up from his work and says, Oh, hey, Park. Hey, Manny. How's school? Oh, you know, just uh, living one day at a time. What can I say? (sighs) How was work? Oh, you know, the usual. You ready to get to work? Yeah, I'm ready. It's not like I've had a full day full of fights and obstacle courses and building a tiny thing. But actually, check this out. Check out this, uh, check out this butter bug. What do you think? Oh, that's pretty nice. It is pretty nice, isn't it? You built this? Sure did. What do you think? That's pretty good. Do you mind if I take a look? Sure. You want to add anything? You want to improve anything? I'm, I've said it once. I'm all ears. Uh, this, this is your project. If you wanna, if you wanna improve it, you should you should be able to do that. But uh, no, it's pretty nice. Give me your honest opinion. What what would you do? What would what might you add to this little butterbug? I mean, say you wanted to, I don't know, have it self destruct? Maybe. What do you think? Or oh, that seems like a waste to me. Can it can it record like sound and video? I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what butterbugs are for. Okay. No, actually, they're actually for helping with mechanics. Oh, interesting. Can mine record sound or video? Probably very limited. All right. I'll I'll just take it back. It's perfect. I agree with you, Manny. So what are you working on today? Just gonna work on the same project I've been working on for a couple days now. (laughs) And he... I don't know what it is yet, but he's gonna. He walks over to a table with a sheet over a lumpy, protuberant machine and pulls a sheet off of it. And what is he working on? His project. His project. <laughs> I had a. So okay. Yeah, I, I I think I got it. So native to the planet Utapau, there is a species called a Gintho. Yep, a Gintho. Mm-hmm. They have a they they make this like very strong silk. Okay, and I think you're trying to replicate that um, synthetically. Hmm. Okay. So they're working on a project that is like taking very thin and flexible 
material, sort of like Durasteel, and they're like weaving it together to be uh, the super fine, super strong, and flexible material. Mm-hmm. They have like machines with that are like almost like little looms or something that are like spinning and tying this like um, this sort of synthetic thread together. Yeah, see, so you're working on designing a machine that sort of um, braids that thread in a very intricate, intricate and strong way. And it's at like almost the micro micro level, and that's what keeps it so flexible. Yeah. And this material is maybe what he's using for his whipcord thrower? It might be. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> or maybe he's hoping that it will be. Okay, he's hoping that it will be. Uh, it'll it'll make traveling through the city with via whipcord thrower way easier and it'll mm-hmm. if he whacks some goons with it it will pack even more of a punch as he's working he sees uh, a small man a zexto come up to manny and, and start talking at him uh frantically so zexto's got four arms and little tiny he's like a a mini Kaminoan with extra arms. Mm-hmm. He's a Gascano. He's a Gascano, yeah. And this is somebody you actually know as uh, Dr. Scorlix. Dr. Scorlix, I presume? Yeah, he looks kind of disheveled and um, he has a word with Manny before he storms out the way you came in. You know that he also works down here um, in this lab. He used to work upstairs, but uh, something happened maybe about a month back that got him put put down here i uh want to try and eavesdrop on whatever is said between the two of them okay I do, a, I do a hearing check let's do a perception check yes that is actually what a hearing check is and what's the difficulty average okay i want to can i add enhance basic power to, to a perception check no you cannot okay so it's just average? Mm-hmm. No setbacks? Nope. And I got a success. Okay. Scorlix is upset. Somebody's been going through his stuff. One of his cages has been broken, and some of his materials are gone. The back ramp to this place, you know that there's a ramp out to the loading bay? Um, the door was unsecured, and he is blaming Manny for it. Um, I don't know what I don't know what kind of place you you think you're running here, buddy. But this doesn't fly around here. You need to lock up when you leave. Somebody just came in here and stole stuff. They could have gone upstairs and they could have stole all the stuff in cloning and who knows what. I wasn't me. Uh, I may be new around here, but I take my job seriously. Parker's kind of having a moral dilemma. He comes over. And he says, uh, sorry, I couldn't help overhearing that you're, uh, blaming Manny for the door being unlocked. Uh, that was actually my fault. I was, uh, helping Manny out, was taking the trash out the other night, and I used that door, and I must have forgotten to lock it up. So, yeah, it's not, not Manny. That, that was all me. Sorry about that. Uh, Skrillex looks from Manny to Park and back to Manny. Do a better job training your interns buddy this stuff doesn't fly around here i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to one of the one of the bosses upstairs we're gonna have a what's your name kid uh my name is dash actually 
<laughs> Should he say that? Should I lie? Up to you. My name, yeah, my name, my name is Dash, and uh, yeah, I, I, I am new here. I, I don't know if things are really going to work out that well, but well, Dash, it doesn't sound like things are going to work out very well. Uh, well, make sure you tell him upstairs that it was Dash that uh, you know did something with your door. Uh, and Dash, Dash will take full responsibility. Seriously, a, a thousand apologies. Uh, he seems to take that, and he looks back at um, Manny and back at you, and storms out. What's up with that nerd? You didn't need to take the fall like that. I mean, I know it wasn't you. It wasn't me either. Manny, you don't deserve this. I I know you too well. I can't, I can't let a guy like that walk all over you. And I know I might just be an intern, but I'm not afraid of him. He's kind of a puny guy, isn't he? Um, physically not afraid at all, but uh, he, he might like to lord his power over us. But I think deep down, it's just uh, covering some his insecurity. He's just lashing out at us because, uh, well, who knows what? Yeah, I hear you. Well, uh, it's about time for me to take take my break. You okay down here by yourself for half an hour? Of course. Everything seems to be going swimmingly. All right, good. Don't let uh, don't let Squirrelix bother you or anything. Oh, believe me, I will not. All right, good. And he walks over to a locker and grabs a bag and heads into the break room off to the side. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm a little suspicious about. I, I want to get to the bottom of this door now. Okay. I want to try and learn a little something about what's going on with this gate that was left open. Or, you know, if I find out something that leads me to believe it doesn't matter, then I'm just going to move along and keep spinning this this fiber that I'm making. So I'm going to use Seek to do a little snooping. See if I can get a... What What are you looking for with Seek? Also, is Seek my Rakazak sense? Are you the Rakazak? I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't have a very good ring to it. Are you the Gintho? The Gintho? That's yeah, that's the stuff that you were making that fiber out of. It's not also a spider. Not the best. <laughs> Still, no, not none the... of them are. None of them are very good. Just need to be like black cat or something. Or yeah, or nothing. We're, it's like Lucky's name. It'll come naturally. It can't be forced. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, you're going to head back into that section of the lab. The lights are off back there, but as you move back, they come on automatically. Spooky. What are you looking for? I'm looking for clues. Okay. It is a typical lab. There are tables. There are computers. Um, there are centrifuges, some empty cages along one wall. The back side of it has sort of a big garage door. Do you want to do perception? Yeah, I'm going to do perception on the uh, on the door. Is there something specific you're looking for that you would want to use seek for? I guess I thought if I use seek, I would almost like close my eyes and see. I would see. I would see something. I would get like a clue to what I'm even looking for. Mm -hmm. I think you need to know sort of specifically what you're looking for with seek but it'll come into we'll we'll use it okay well i know that the lock was like left unlocked 
Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go take a look at the lock. Um, it's a lock. Why don't you just roll perception for the whole room? Okay. So I'm going to roll perception for the whole room. I'm going to make it average. Okay. There's going to be some stuff you get regardless of whether you whether you pass or fail, but if you pass, you get some extra stuff. Okay. And I was going to upgrade, but... Might as well. You got you got three points. Right now, I'm really into. I, I will just so to give you a dark back, and and so I'll succeed. I'm really into using the flipping the the light side dark side points for combat checks, or like mm-hmm. things that I really that I think will be like stupid if I fail. Yeah, but let's see. I got a triumph. There you go. That is a success with two threats. Two threats. Mm-hmm. All right, so you take a look around this lab. It looks like... Well, do you have any ideas for your triumph, or do you want me to start describing, and then you tell me an idea? Start describing. Okay. With your successful check, you see that this is clearly um, a biology lab. Like I said, there were centrifuges. It looks like they're doing some kind of experimental what's the word like splicing gene splicing mm-hmm. kind of stuff happening here there are all the tools that you need to sort of separate out dna and and as you take a look at that garage door you see that the the bottom corner is actually like pulled up like the metal is bent hmm well that that's not supposed to be like that don't have to be a, a rocket science to know that that's not how doors look and He's going to just kind of inspect it a little bit further. Yep. Not how doors look. Um, and uh, he's going to inspect closer. He's going to neb into the uh, some of this equipment. He's he's kind of peeked in here before, but hasn't gotten mm-hmm. quite such a close look at what's going on. There, uh, All the cages on the walls are, are empty right now. They're all maybe two foot by three foot small smallish cages they're not like traditional cages with bars it looks like they've got sort of a uh plastic steel front and it looks like there may even be a kind of a cooling mechanism that uh, keeps them chilly mm. and on the other wall there are more cages but they are more traditional style and so all the cages are empty yeah all the cages are empty right now it looks like when whatever happened here happened they sort of started clearing this place out a little bit afterwards Hmm. he is gonna inspect a little bit further into some of these um cages is there any like uh clues or evidence left over from what was in there or does it not really matter let me take a step back so like there was a burglary was stuff taken apparently Hmm. he's just putting the pieces together he's like so they came in Uh they came in there and they took what was in there. I think this is an open, an open and shut case. <laughs> I should say that the door is bent um, from the inside or the outside towards the outside. Huh. So whoever took these little critters escaped through this door. They didn't come in through this door. And that might suggest to me that it was someone that already had access to this building. Call it a hunch. But someone in this building is responsible for theft. Theft of small critters. And it's my mission to figure out who. And you rolled two threats, right? Yeah. You are p- putting the pieces of the puzzle together. 
And as you turn, you see the silhouette of a Zexto in the door. Hey, what are you doing in here? I just wanted to make sure that the gate the gate was locked. I know I carelessly left it open the other day, and I know a lot of stuff went missing. Was it the stuff in these cages that went missing? That's none of your business. You're just an intern. Get back to work out there. Right away. Back to work I go. And I want to uh, nonchalantly walk by this dude. I kind of want to do something I've like never, ever done before in Coruscant Nights. What's that? You going to take something from I, him? I wish I could, but I don't think I can, like, skill-wise. Skill-duggery? No, I can't do it. Um, but I'm going to... I want to do an... Can I do, like, a... Hmm. Any, any point in, like, doing a perception check on him? Not really. Um, probably not. Okay. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. Okay. So I, I'll be on my way then. And as I leave, I very nonchalantly put my butter bug underneath the, uh, like, a, a lab table. Okay. I don't know what, if anything, could possibly happen. But now I have a butter bug that is, like, just attached like a little... Like a little like magnet to the underneath the table. Cool. And, that works. And I I leave from whence I came. And what does the rest of your intern day look like? So Park continues to work on his um, thread engineering project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like an independent project. Manny helps him out. Just like comes over and looks over his shoulder every once in a while and gives him. Gosh, look, I'm pretty good. Think? Maybe we should put this there and tighten that screw a little bit. Um, little. Suggestion noted, Manny. Uh, but I'm good here. We're, I'm good. Uh, okay. I think there's a bolt over there that needs turning. Thank you, though. And uh, with every second of downtime, he's got like a little scanner, a quote-unquote scanner. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna <laughs> razz me for having a scanner that you didn't know about? <laughs> You've so much stuff. I know. I know. I mean, okay, okay. Is it just? It's like a cell phone, right? Can't don't they just? It's a data pad. So, in, in, right in Star Wars, they have comms and then they have data pads. They haven't. Yeah, why well, have one thing when you could have six things? One of these days, I want to play a Coruscant Nights where I play a billionaire that <laughs> because you because invented I the combined <laughs> the comm and the data pad. It would still be as big as a, a computer. Okay, well, I'm going to play his grandson that (laughs) finally made it small enough. Anyway, okay, what technology could I have? Do I have the, okay, do I have the technology to, like, live stream what my Butterbug is doing, or do I have to, like, go plug it into a computer, like a a USB? I think you could with with a data pad. Okay. And I'm sure you would have one at your station. Yeah, this isn't even my data pad. This is, like, a work data pad where Uh I make, um, take notes and observations in. Yeah. And I'm going to say that I used my Triumph, which I didn't really use, to um, have a, a live stream from my Butterbug to my data pad. And I'm kind of, I've just got it on and I'm looking at it because I'm suspicious of this scientist. Mm-hmm. And so this little Butterbug is kind of crawling around uh, underneath the tables, observing this person. Okay. It's just called a Butterbug. It's actually just a, like a little Pokeball. It's just a little battle moon. I want mine to be a little an actual yeah. bug. <laughs> it's got like it's got like six legs and it goes like zzz, 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 and it like crawls around <laughs> underneath the table. 
That actually seems more like you mean eight legs. Eight legs. It has to have eight legs. That to me seems more like something you could make in a high school class than a floating yeah. battle moon. But well, it's 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 space wars. You can have a floating battle. True. Moon. That's well. It's under there. It's under there. You get a feed of Scorlix sort of pacing around. It looks like he's waiting for something, and finally he gets uh, a call on his comms. And I'm gonna flip a dark side over because you just have video oh, and no, no audio. But yeah, he gets a call on his comlink, and he looks pretty upset. He looks like he's sort of pleading with somebody. And he hangs it up, and he leans on one of the counters uh, and crosses two of his arms while holding himself up with the other two and sort of tapping his fingers. And after a minute or two, he leaves. Hmm. It's like something upset our friend here. But how... Can I figure out what upset him? You said he got a call on a com? Mm-hmm. On his com link. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he took that with him when he left. Yeah. Darn it. My suspicion is growing more suspicious. That's one of my catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get any audio off of that. You said he left? Yeah, he did. Um, I'm going to follow him. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. For more info on this show and our other podcasts, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Doug for playing on these episodes. You can find Doug's art at voidboy.art. Like the show and want to help us out? Send us a copy at ko-fi.com slash Nights. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Coruscant Nights. Or leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher.